Hey everybody, Stephen here from The Truth About Dyslexia. Hope you're having a fantastic day. In today's episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about emotions and feelings and everything in between. I want to talk a little bit about how they affect us at work, in our jobs, you know, be it you're a business owner or be it you're a staff member, an employee, um, and how they kind of affect you when you've got dyslexia. So let's, let's dive into today's pod. Okay, so let's dive into this episode. Today I want to talk about emotions. I want to talk about the way we feel about things, especially in the workplace. Now, if you're like me and you're like many dyslexics or even those with ADHD have similar feelings, you know, as we all know, there is a lot of crossover between the two. We're very empathetic. We're the people that can feel what's happening in a room. We're the people that can also be very emotive. You know, we don't hide our emotions very well. And when we do try and hide them, they slip out the sides. You know, they either burn us up inside or create friction in the workplace. You know, if you're sitting there in your office and you're you're feeling really angry, you're likely hitting your keyboard or typing faster or whatever you're doing. You're, you're, you're looking like you're ignoring everyone else on purpose. Um, even if you think you're not, most people are guessing there's something wrong. And sometimes we're doing that because we want to elicit someone to say something, but a lot of the time we're just fuming. Now, is this only a challenge for those with ADHD or dyslexia? The answer is no, it isn't. This is, happens for absolutely everybody. But for us, I think it happens more in the fact that we you know, can, can feel bad about it. We kind of beat ourselves up. For so long, we, we beat ourselves up about all these different things. This is just one more item to put on that list, right? You know, and to be honest, there's nothing wrong with being emotional. You know, I'm male and I feel I'm quite emotional. You know, I get frustrated. I get grumpy. I get sad. I get depressed like anyone else. I have days where I feel terrible and I have days where I feel fantastic. And those are emotions going through me. I have highs and lows. That is what emotional is. But also with emotion comes the type of leader I am in my job. You know, you don't want a leader who has no emotions. Can you picture that? Someone who just stands there and sounds like a robot. Do you want to follow that leader into battle, into business, into anything? No, you don't. You know, emotions build trust, kindness, caring. They all come from an emotional place. If I trust someone, you know, there's an emotion behind that. You know, I, I feel like I can trust that person because of usually it comes from an intuition and vice versa. You know, if you're a salesperson and if, if you know, the way I look at it is everyone's selling something, whether you're selling dishwashing to a teenager, whether you're selling, <laughs> selling the, the, the need to wash the dishes to a teenager or if you're selling something in a work environment, or you're selling something to a colleague that your idea is needing to be heard. Everyone's a salesperson. And in that case, you need to have that level of emotional awareness that you can work with. And I think this can be, this can be a challenge for many dyslexics is, is not so much being emotional, because we are, in general, there is an emotional side of us. Some of us have better at cutting it off and hiding it. But many of us kind of let it seep out and it can cause us problems. You know, when we're feeling down or bad or, you know, something's not gone quite right in our business or our life, 
you know, we make it known in one way or the other. We can be, you know, it, it really does show. You know, I always remember one of, you know, and I won't mention names here, but someone who was on the Confident Dyslexic course, really good human being, mentioned that, you know, emotionally, how draining it was to sometimes answer an email and thinking, have I actually written the right email? Have I got it correct? And the overthinking bug happens. And when the overthinking bug happens and you're thinking, should I send this email or should I rewrite it or should I, am I communicating correctly or is, are they going to get it or are they going to think I'm stupid? If all this overthinking comes, what happens is your brain is going so quickly, it's producing these emotions on the inside that then come out in the way we act. And that can be really frustrating, right? It can be really annoying. It can be, it can feel like we're not in control of our bodies. You know, that connection between the mind and the emotional body. And you just feel like, oh, I feel so useless. And it can be really frustrating. Now, something I was watching recently, a TED Talk. We all love a good TED Talk. And it was on selective vulnerability. And this is what got me thinking about today's talk. You know, we've been, you know, remarkableminds.org. If you want to have a look at that is, is our business side of Truth About Dyslexia where we're helping more neurodiverse companies around the world to kind of get with the show is kind of the thing. Um, you know, we've been looking at ways of how do we help. And one of these, these tools that we found was selective vulnerability. So what does that mean? Doesn't it sound like a buzzword of 2022? Um, or 2023, if you're listening to this episode then. The, uh, so, so one of the examples they use, which I thought was really good, with selective vulnerability is going, you know, last night I felt really, really sick and I didn't get much sleep. So that's, that's being vulnerable. You're saying something that happened to you and sharing something that is, you know, it's not a, just a logical thing. It's an emotional, it's a feelings thing. To be over vulnerable would be to tell them why you were sick, how you were sick, and go into all the gory details of what that sickness entailed, right? And that would be oversharing <laughs> or being over vulnerable. So it's really important to be able to select what vulnerabilities you, you release. And that's not to be disingenuous. Like what I'm seeing a lot on social media at the moment, and, and you see this all the time, is people coming out and saying, I'm so authentic, I say everything. And which is just a lie. No one in this world is a thousand percent authentic. No one would ever like anyone who is a thousand percent authentic, right? <laughs> Let's be dead honest. Everyone needs a filter on some part of their life. If everyone said, if you just imagine if you said everything that went through your mind, especially as a dyslexic, God knows what you'd say. <laughs> and it wouldn't be even like you meant half of it. It would just be coming out of your brain. So, you know, I don't believe that you have to be fully authentic. Full vulnerability is full authenticity. I don't believe that at all. I believe 100% you need to be intentional. You know, it's more, it's as much intentional vulnerability. You know, you want to, like, I want to be honest in my authenticity. So I'm honest the way I talk about things. I don't say everything. If I did, I would think I was crazy, let alone anyone else. And I would also be saying things that haven't been filtered. Like I have to filter thoughts coming through my mind and go, do I believe that or not? Oh, I don't believe that. I'm not going to say that. Or, oh, 
I believe that. I do believe that. That's part of who I am. I intend people to know that that's what I believe. And so I say it. And so by sharing my innermost deep thoughts on the podcast like this, this is vulnerable. But I'll be honest, this is selective vulnerability. I might feel like I'm sharing 80 to 90%, but there's 10% I'm holding back. And it's the same for all of us. Anyone who says they're, they're not doing that is probably a liar. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things where, you know, they say, I've never done that. And you're like, well, I don't think so. I think everyone has. You know, you kind of know what the people you're dealing with. So really in this podcast, what I wanted to, what's the point of this? What's the point of this ramble about emotions and workplaces? What I probably say is, or the way I'd like to communicate it, is have you ever felt like you can't be vulnerable at work, that you have to hide everything you're doing, be it be, you have dyslexia, or maybe it's something hasn't gone quite right. And you think if you tell someone, it's all going to, everything's going to fall apart. My question to you is how can you use this concept of selective vulnerability to take a piece of what's gone wrong and share it without sharing all the gory details? Because I'll be honest, one of the key things for emotive thinkers, for empaths, for anyone who's like us, who feels this way, you know, the worst thing we can do is hold it inside because it bubbles out the sides. So being able to teach yourself how to start sharing things or sharing just enough that it releases the pressure without maybe scaring you too much, it's a real skill to learn and I'd recommend trying it more and more. I'll promise you the best times I've had in my life in both work and relationships are when we've been super, super honest and clear with each other and said, hey, this is how, this is the truth. And when you get it off your chest, my gosh, does it free you. It is so freeing. Me and Holly have had these conversations. I've had these conversations with Bryce, who's one of my business partners in one of my companies. I've had these conversations with the ladies from Remarkable Minds. There are times where it looks like we're all about to strangle each other. It's, it looks like a, a session out of The Simpsons and we're all Bart Simpson and we're all going to get strangled. It literally looks like that. But when we're sharing, like it doesn't happen all the time. But there are times where we have to get it off our chest that we feel a certain way and we emotionally feel that we know the right path. Does that mean we always get our, our way? No. Does it mean we don't all get a bit grumpy sometimes? No, of course we do. But I'll tell you, once the emotional energy has dissipated, it is the best thing you can ever, ever, ever do. So don't hold it inside. Don't hold those feelings, emotions, you know, be it at work or wherever, just let, let them out. Work out a way to let them out in a safe way. Hopefully that's got you thinking about something in your life, or maybe this podcast could help someone else. Give it a share, flick it on. They probably won't listen if they're dyslexic, let's be honest. They'll probably say, yeah, I'll listen, but they won't. You have to hope you get them at just the right time. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> anyway, have an epic rest of your day. I've been Stephen from The Truth About Dyslexia.